Hey, that kinda sounded like the music from the movie. Uh, anyway, scene one, Wadsworth's car, Twilight. Wadsworth's car travels through the wind of an oncoming storm. Kinda looks like he's ran it through a demolition derby. If you look at the front of it, there's a lot of scratches on it. Anyway, it pulls up to the gate of Hill House. Hill House is a large, imposing mansion looking very New England. I actually think that might be the place where the haunting took place. Plus, I don't know. Anyway, it kind of seems like a weird place for a dinner party, but I'm not going to judge. Wadsworth takes out a key and unlocks the gate. He drives the car up to the front door. Scene two, Hill House, front door. Wadsworth exits the car holding a bag, looking at the two barking guard dogs. The dogs approach Wadsworth and then jump. Wadsworth quickly pulls out a big beef bone out of one of the bags and hurls it to them. Wadsworth cinches their chain so it won't allow them to reach the door. Their cane. Their chain. <laughs> I'm so nervous. This is my first paying gig. He steps towards the door and sniffs. Uh-oh. Wadsworth then pauses and checks the bottom of his feet. Dog crap. He looks in disgust at the dogs who aren't bothered at all. Scene three. Interior. Ground floor, the hall. The hall of Hill House is remarkable, elegant, but not gaudy. It is furnished in dark wood and brass with crystal chandeliers. There are several doors on each side of the hall, three at the end. To the left, lounge and dining room. To the right, study, library, and billiard room. The end, conservatory. I don't know what that is, but it's there. Ballroom, bathroom, and kitchen. The stairs are located to the right, by the staircase is the door to the basement steps. We hear shake, rattle, and roll in the background. Wadsworth opens the front door of Hill House and wipes off his foot. He enters and hangs up his coat. Superimposed. New England, 1954. Wadsworth steps briskly down the hall and steps towards the library. Scene 4. Interior ground floor library. The library is somewhat more comfortable room than the hall composed of dark colors. All the walls are covered with books, with the exception of one wall, a window. Yvette, a young, rather jiggly friend. <laughs> Who wrote this script? Oh my gosh. A young, rather jiggly French maid is polishing a glass. The music is much louder. Wadsworth enters and turns off the record player. The music stops. Well, duh. He speaks to the maid in proper English accent. Oh, no. She replies in a French accent. Ah, we. I can't read the script. I don't know about line. It's about to be line. Okay. You know what to do, right? You have your instructions. Yvette nods. Wadsworth exits. Yvette sniffs the air and then examines the bottom of her shoes, you know, because the dog doo doo and all that. What do you expect? It was the 80s. Poop jokes. Eh. All right, scene five, interior ground floor kitchen. The kitchen is white tile narrow. There's a meat freezer to the right. The counter leads off to the left. Mrs. Ho, the cook, is sharpening a knife. Joseph McCarthy is speaking on the television in the background. 
Wadsworth enters. Lozano Tongue Alright, Mrs. Ho. He turns, knife in hand. Yeah, dinner be ready at 7.30. Oh, what's that? You you want me to wash my hands? Uh, oh. Guess you better make it eight. I'm not used to doing that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh, you want some uh, oyster milkshakes? Oh, uh, oh. I, could, I could do that. Or maybe oh. I could just throw you some monkey brains down on a plate. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty good, too. I'll see you Ring then. dong. The doorbell rings. Wadsworth exits. Scene six. Exterior, Hill House, front door, night. A man is standing by the front door being growled at by the dogs. He is not comfortable. Scene seven. Interior, ground floor of the hall. Wadsworth opens the door. Good evening. Oh, yeah, yeah, good evening. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm at the right address or not. You think you could help me out here? Oh, no, yes, I do. So, you are respected, Colonel. This is the Hill House, boy. This is a place where I've been surprised to kill the woman on the back of the bass, the bass, the bass of hell. Okay, I'm not good with the English language. I don't think that. It is Colonel Mustard, correct? You're not called Colonel Mustard? What? No, no, no. I'm not Colonel Mustard. I'm Colonel Lovin' McDaddy Semi Straw 4000. That's quiet. Now, you got any of them weenies and crescent rolls? I'm really hungry. Well, I got no hot dogs for no winter smoothies or anything like that, but I asked the cook to make some oyster shakes, but she says she's going to make monkey brains instead. Anyway, tonight she might run for the blast to my employer for the use of an alien. Alias, dude, alias. An alien. Mustard sniffs around and checks his shoes as Wadworth hangs his coat. The pair start across the hall. What's your name, my main man? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking, Lieutenant Ketchup. I'm, I'm Peter Wise. Peter Wise. His name's Wadsworth. Wadsworth. Jeez, dude, get it right. Wadsworth. I don't know. So come and play them all. How am I supposed to memorize them all? Oh, yeah, well, what is it, Wadsworth? Not much, am I right? <laughs> Tell the ladies I'll be here till midnight. I really hope you die in this movie. Oh, hey, spoiler alert. I read the script, and I don't. Yeah, daddy! Scene 8. Interior, ground floor library. Yvette is present. Yvette, will, will you turn to the colonel and give him the anything that he needs? Dark something. Glasses? Glasses at them. Uh, within reason, that is. What? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, back up. Rewind. Look. Slow your roll down, Yvette. The women are lined up and down the block for me. And if you want a piece of this action, you're going to have to wait your turn like everybody else. Hey, wise words, I was just going to see you. Mustard turns to discover the doors have disappeared. The bell rings. Scene 9, exterior, hill house, front door. A woman dressed in black stands here. Wadsworth opens the door. Scene 10, interior, ground floor of the hall. Okay, ma'am, I'm the butler, and I'm saying, do come in, madam. You are expected. Okay, then, I'm the lady, now, and I said, do you know who I am? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm Wadsworth, uh, and, and I'm saying, uh, only that you are to be known as Mrs. White. Oh, yes, I, I'm Mrs. White again. Uh, uh, yes, it's, I said in the letter to be called Mrs. White, but, but why? Wadsworth removes her coat. Mrs. White sniffs and checks her shoe. Yeah, yeah, that, that's dirty in here. I, I stepped on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Wadsworth. 
Scene 11, interior, ground floor library. Yvette and Colonel Mustard are here. Mustard is sipping cognac and glancing at Yvette. The door's open. The left one into Colonel Mustard. That means the door hit him. Ah, let me introduce to you, Mrs. Wright. This is the man of Edmore. You're supposed to look at me in distress now. The audacity. I see you know each other. Hello, Dad, Lieutenant Condiment. I'm Mrs. Wright. Okay, you you get in the back of the line and wait your turn, too. You know, you don't look as good as you made. Why could she play by meatball? I'm gonna have you die on this movie. Scene 12. Exterior, roadside. A slim woman is standing by a broken down car. An owl can be heard. Oh, God. He hits the car, obviously frustrated. Thunder roars in the distance. Oh, boom. A woman sees headlights a short way away. She smooths her dress. Oh, here we go. As the car nears, she bends over the engine and lifts a leg. The car screeches to a halt just past her and backs up. The woman goes to the car and peers in. You need a lift. I'm out driving. Come and need to do a dinner party. Oh, don't stop a little on me. Well, okay, then. Good luck. Why? No, come back. Let me in. He gets in. Scene 13, interior, man's car. Well, thank you so much. I'm late for a dinner date. Oh, me too. Where are you going? The woman pulls out a sheet of paper. Oh, uh, let's see here. Hill House of Room 41. I heard that's what Vincent Cross killed a woman in a bath of acid. Wait a minute. Let me look at that. Oh, no, you can't. You're driving. We can't be watching movies while you drive. No, no, I mean the paper. Let, let me see yours. I got one like that, too. I'm going to heal house as well. They both look disturbed. Scene 14. Exterior. Car. The rain has started. The windshield wiper starts as the car pulls away. Scene 15. Interior ground floor library. We see a middle-aged woman. Well, this is Mrs. Spooltalk. Uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, wise words? A uh, word, please? Uh, yeah, you, you think anybody as good-looking as me is going to show up to this shindig? I'm, I'm Mrs. Blackwell, uh, uh, not wise words this time, and uh, I just want to say... Hello, Mrs. Peacock. How do you do? And now I was with you. If I need you to go and check that dinner, we'll be ready as soon as all the guests is around, boy. Yvette nods. Mrs. Peacock stares disapprovingly at Yvette's exposed cleavage. Yvette exits the library. The doorbell rings. Ding dong. Scene 16, exterior. Hill house, front door. It's now raining quite hard. A man is standing at the door, much like Colonel Mustard was. The dogs, of course, are growling. Where'd the dogs go? Bring the dogs back in! Let's get some sound effects here. Woof, woof. Wadsworth opens the door. Oh, I forgot to mention, folks. I'll also be playing the role of Mr. Green. Here I go. Ah, uh, is this the right address to meet Mr. Body? Oh, you must be Mr. Greenboy. Yes. Stop! Mr. Green frantically sits on a bench by the door. No, no, no sir, not, not so the darkest boy. Mr. Green sheepishly gets up and enters the house. Scene 17, interior man's car. It should be just off there. That must be it. Lightning crashes in front of the house, illuminating it. Hey, 
Where's the car stop? Oh, Carmenita, she's frightened. I am too. The last time I went to the house like that, a puppet tried to paint on my face with a Sharpie marker. Car started again and it rolls up the driveway. State 18. Interior. Ground floor. Library. Lightning crashes. Oh boy. Making Mr. Green gulp. Scene 19. Exterior hill house. Front driveway. The man and woman exit their car and run for the front door. The man shields the woman from now heavy rain. What a forsaken place. He squeezes one of the woman's buttocks. I refuse. That is deplorable. Okay, I guess we won't do that part. What? Deplorable? I don't know the meaning of the word. No, 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 no. Yeah, we know. Door opens, revealing Wadsworth. I'm Mrs. Wadsworth. I'm Wadsworth. Well, I'm not Mrs. Wadsworth. Yeah, they know. We told them. Well, Professor Plum, you put a piece of of a gun and with Miss Stalin on us. I did not even realize it's a war crisis. We weren't. My car broke down. I had to seduce him for a ride. Scene 20. Interior, ground floor library. Doors open to reveal Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet. My apples are Professor Plum. Oh, Miss Scarlet. Nods all around. Plum and Scarlet receive wine glasses from Yvette, who Plum eyes. Professor Plum clinks glasses with Miss Scarlet, who looks annoyed. Oh, I just love drinking grape juice. Of course, that's what said that you are being addressed by a pseudophile. You have noticed that nobody here is being called by their real name. What an uh, the guests stare around suspiciously. Scene 21. Interior ground floor of the hall. Mrs. O bangs a bong. A bong? <laughs> it says bong. <laughs> Mrs. O bangs a gong once. She only bangs it once, but dang does she bang it fiercely. A bong. Scene 22, interior library. Correction, she bangs it twice. The gong is heard a second time. Mr. Green jumps at the sound and apparently the dogs don't like it either. Boy, they're going crazy. Mr. Green dumps the champagne on Mrs. Peacock. Y'all got champagne on my dress. Ah, hello everyone, dinner is ready. Uh, You'll have to forgive me, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit accident prone. Scene 24, interior ground floor dining room. The dining room is elegant and similar decor to the hall, but it is somewhat more comfortable. However, the room is still small. At one end, there is a door and a metal partition, both leading to the kitchen. The guests file in. You'll find your names beside your places. Please be seated. The guests, except for Colonel Mustard, find their places and sit. Wadsworth sets Miss Scarlet's drink on the table to her pleasure. Hey, uh, Wadsworth, you're ahead of the table up there. I couldn't help but notice that it's empty. Is that spot for you? Oh, indeed. No, no, sir. I, I'm merely a humble butler. Oh, well, what do you do then? Oh, well, thank you for asking, I bottle. Oh, okay. Well, what's that mean? The butler is head of the kitchen or in the dining room. I keep everything tidy. Oh, that, 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 that sounds like a really great job, Wadsworth. Well, except for sometimes I, I've got to gotta wipe down the tables and feed the doggies. Uh, then, then on Wednesdays, the, the rules are different on Wednesdays. 
I got a door and I've got to wake up Mr. Body because she doesn't like to set an alarm. But then a lot of times, for some reason, like I said, the rooms are different on Wednesdays. I, I look grease out on the floors as I'm rolling along, and I got to go back and I got to clean up the grease trails. But then I make more grease trails as I'm cleaning up the old grease trails. And I, I, I just got to get the cook to help me on that one to wrap up the grease trails behind me. And then sometimes the vet has to help, too. It's a whole process oh, okay. in itself. Okay, are you done? I'm, I'm tired well, of hearing. That's all. Uh, okay, yeah. Tired of hearing about you. Hey, you old butler. This, this is Mrs. Peacock. Oh, uh, yeah. Why have we been brought up into this dinner party? Uh, the eyes is not for peas and rice. Eyes is for Mountain Dews and apple pies. I, I think you mean eyes is not the reason why. Eyes is but to do and die. Die? Many crowding, sir, from Alfred Lord Sinister. Alfred Pennyworth, his Batman's butler. He's one of my butler heroes. He's he's in the butler hall of fame. Alfred Lord Tennyson, okay? Alfred Lord Tennyson. Oh, yeah, I I think he's in there, too. Ooh, poetry, huh? I'm I'm, I'm more of a Kipling fan myself, you know. The cat ran up the tree, skeedly dee dee He ran so fast, he skinned his no, eyes. No, no, I know this one. It is the female of the species is deadlier than the male. Do you like Kipling, Mrs. Scarlet? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll eat anything. That enters carrying a tray. Dang it, here's your shark fin soup. Well, it is about time. And you know what? That plate up there, the one at the empty seat. Is that for our host? Are you sure he's going to show up tonight? Because we've been waiting for like 13 minutes here, and I haven't eaten for over 35 minutes. And I'm on a bulking diet. That means if I don't eat every single hour of the day, I will lose all my gains overnight. And it would just be a travesty if our food over there went cold. So if he don't get it soon, I'm eating it because I'm fading here. Oh, well. Me, Mr. Wadsworth, and not Mrs. Blackwright is telling you that, no, sir, that, that is not for our host. That is for the seventh guest, Mr. Oh, yeah, Body. Well, well, me, Mrs. White, Mrs. Mrs. White, says that, that, I, I thought our host was Mr. Body, Mr. Wadsworth. Hey, I thought that too, because I'm Mrs. Peacock, and I think a lot. Oh, yeah, me, Mrs. Scarlet, thought that as well. So then who is our host, Mr. Wadsworth? I am Mr. Wadsworth, and if only you could hear me chuckle with this close smile, you would know that something is afoot. Well, I would like to start eating while it is still hot. There is nothing like eating a hot meal with total strangers that you've never met before. What about that other dude, Mr. Body? I mean, couldn't we wait for him? Oh, don't worry, the vet will keep something warm for him. Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm Mrs. Scarlet, and I'm about to make innuendo. I bet she'll keep something warm for him. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Keep him warm with what? <laughs> oh, propane. As if there was anything else. Boy, I tell you what, I, I'm gonna have to watch you. <laughs> okay, yeah, so is everybody ready to start the soup slurping scene? I mean, uh, I, I, I got to so I don't talk, I won't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the cook back here in the kitchen, and I just want to say, if I gotta let you slurp with that frick of soup, I'm gonna fall over dead. Okay, uh, moving on. Silence. A whole lot of silence. 
kind of awkward. Well, someone's got to break the ass. Gang. Just do the line, dude. Okay. And it may as well be me. I mean, I'm used to being a hostess. Part of my husband's work. And it's always difficult when a group of new friends meet together for the first time to get acquainted. So I'm perfectly prepared to start the ball rolling. I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here or what I'm doing here or what this place is about, but I'm determined to enjoy myself and I'm very intrigued. And oh my, this soap's delicious, isn't it? So you say that you're used to being a hostess as part of your husband's job? Oh yeah, Mrs. White. It's an integral part of your life when you're the wife of a... Oh, but then I forgot. We're not supposed to say who we really are. Though heavens to Betsy, I don't know why. Okay, I know that I'm supposed to question you and say, don't you hear, but I really don't want to probe you to say anything else. Would you please just shut your face? And hey, wh where is dessert? I know who you are. Who said that? Why is the narrator talking? No, no, not the narrator. Me, me Mr. Mr. Green. You, you who over here? Yeah, me, yeah. As you'll soon find out, I, Miss Scarlet, am not only promiscuous and flirtatious, I'm also very curious. So aren't you going to tell us? Well, hang on. Let me remove my glasses nervously. How do you know who I am? Yeah, yo, Mr. Green. I work in Washington, too. Oh, so you're a politician's wife? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, fine, I'll bite. Who's your husband, yo, bat? Oh, uh, bat or not. Uh, I'd rather hear about Mrs. White anyway. So, uh, tell us, Mrs. White, what's your husband Nothing. doing? Nothing. Nothing? Well, he, he just... He just lies right on his back, elbow. Oh, I'm Mrs. Scarlet, and that sounds like hard work to me. Yvette, in the kitchen, opens the partition suddenly. The noise coincides with a sound of thunder. Ray Mr. Green, jumpy as ever, spills his drink again, this time on Miss Scarlet. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm afraid I'm a little accident prone. Hey, watch it, you jack wagon. That's my bosom you're trying to wipe off there. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Dinner's ready, but it's three minutes late. Well, that, that, that's okay, but... Uh... I'm sure nobody's gonna die from dinner being three minutes late. Dig in, everyone. Oh, my. So delightful. It tastes my so own. good. That's pretty oh good stuff here. This food tastes so good that it almost makes me forget that Mr. Great spilled something on my bosom. Oh, that, that's so good. What, what you take, Miss Peacock? Oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Have you guys heard about that new joint that opened downtown? It's called Marceline's Playground. I smell Tex Mex and candy. They say that they make the steak feeders. Oh, yeah, and then they, they make your rock candy, too. Yeah. I've been there, and it's really good. I mean, the two guys that opened that joint, they're geniuses, you know? Oh, they yeah. started a band, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tell me more. Oh, well, okay. They'll be playing dance for the shorties. Um... They, they, they consist of the Ice King on bass, and he oh, sings. Oh, that don't sound like Meat a song. And he plays the guitar. Ice King's he used to play the drums, but now he plays the guitar. He's a really good stuntman, too. You know that, that episode of the Ninja Turtles with the yeah. place with that, okay, uh, the Meat yeah. Rider rolls out the plate? Yeah, and does the talking roll? That, that was Meat Rider. Oh, but, my God. Yeah, but anyway, 
He played a guitar and Pops played the lead guitar and Ben Trainer from Halloween too. He he plays the synthesizers and he talks to the synthesizer. And I be playing the hits. And, and anyway, it is the best restaurant in town. And oh, they, they make the taste oh, nice and candy, especially for the customers. Yeah. And you know, they, they, they got a new cook, too. He, he, Stan or something like that. He used to make wings, oh, but people so got food poisoning. Really but oh, that, no, that's, that's not, not important. important. No, no. What is important is uh, he makes the stuff for uh, the test marks, and then he makes the hard food. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, but this food's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to take anything away from this food, you know. Hey, but... hey, hey, losers. The band in that place sounds like it sucks. That's the suckiest thing since suck came to suck now. Now, would you please shut up? I'm trying to eat. Oh, gee, sorry. Um, hey, Wadsworth, you must tell the chef. This is one of my favorite recipes. Oh, yes, I know, Mrs. Peacock, and I will. Oh, thank you. So, what do you do in Washington, D.C., Mr. Green? Uh, Come on, what do you do? I mean, how are we supposed to get acquainted if we don't say anything about ourselves? Perhaps he doesn't want to get acquainted with you, yo bimbo. Well, Mrs. Scarlet, I'm sure I don't know. But if I wasn't trying to keep the conversation going, then we would just be sitting there... And an embarrassed silence. Are you afraid of silence, Mrs. Peacock? Yes, what? No, uh... Oh, it seems to me that you seem to suffer from what we call pressure of speech. We? Who's we? Are you a shrink? I do know a little bit about psychological medicine, Miss Scarlet. Are you a doctor? I am, but I don't practice. Oh, no. Did you look at this tooth for me, the doctor says I'm eventually going to have more than one tooth, but we don't know when it's going to come in. Oh, jeez. He's not that kind of doctor, this is what. But speaking of practice, practice makes perfect. Ah, I think most men need a little practice. Don't you, Mrs. Peacock? Oh, Mrs. Peacock can watch me while I shrug very uncomfortably. Oh, if you want to look at my tooth, then what do you do, Professor? I work for... It's a good thing you said that, because that's going to make you draw five more cards, boy. Not that, you know. The United Nations Organization. Not a politician. Why do we vote for you imbeciles? No, no, no. I, I work for a branch of UNO, WHO, the World Health Organization. What is your area of special concern? Family planning. No, Colonel Mustard, what about you? Are you a real colonel? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, now listen very carefully. I'm tired of going over this. I am a colonel, but my real friends, they call me Grandmaster Shake Daddy Shakes a Lot. Love Maker 3000. Space Odyssey, Junior. Esquire you the third. You must the coincidence that you also live in Washington, D.C. How did you know that? She's a witch. Burn her. Oh, I've certainly seen you before, although you may not have seen me. Oh, Miss Scarlet, does this mean you live in Washington, too? D.C., not the state. Sure do. Okay. I'm Miss Scarlet, and I'm old and crankety, so you have to excuse me, but I've just got to know. Does anyone here not live in Washington, D.C.? 
I don't. Yes, but you work for the United Nations. That's a government job. And the rest of us all live in a government town. Anyone here not earn their living from the government in one way or another? Wadsworth, this is unacceptable. Now I want some answers. I demand to know where is Mr. Body? And more importantly, where is dessert? Suddenly, the doorbell rings. Molly. Uh, I said the doorbell. This isn't Tiny Tunes. This is Clue. Oh. A thing at all. Ah, doorbell, sir. You are eagerly awaited. Are you locking me in? I'll take the key. <laughs> Over my dead body, sir. May I take your bag? No. I will keep it out here until I need it. It contains evidence, I presume. Surprises, my friend. That's what it contains. Surprises. Wadsworth enters the dining room, followed by the man. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you, Mr. Bell. What are they all doing here? About bells and butter, sir. And they're also talking about Marcelo's playground. It's a really good restaurant and a really good band consisting of meatwad and asking. Would you please shut up? Look, I'm just going to sit down now. Just please continue on with your plot. Yvette starts to serve him. Nah, you can take that away, honey. Look, darn it. I'm about to tell you why I just angrily smacked the table. I demand to know what's going on. Now, why have we all been dragged up to this horrible place? Well, I believe that was our the letter. I don't really know what my letter says because I can't read. But my friend told me that it says it will be to your advantage to be present on this date because a Mr. Body will bring an end to a certain long-standing, confidential, and painful financial liability. It is signed a friend. So, the friend that told you how to read the letter or just a friend that we don't know about yet? I don't know. That kind of confused me too, boy. A wise man was so. Sometimes saying goodbye can be so hard. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I received a similar letter, too. So did we. Didn't we, Professor Plum? Oh, yes, it was on some very fancy stationery. Oh, yes, well, I also received a letter. Mine was on formal parchment. Hey, this is the narrator. I just want to let you know that uh, Yvette starts to serve him again, but he refuses. Oh, no thanks, Yvette. He also tries to grab her. What? No. Dang it. Keep your hands to yourself. Forgive my curiosity, Mr. Bottle, but did your letter say the same thing? No way, man. I see. Can I interest any of you in fruit or dessert? Uh, yes, please. Did you not hear me when I announced like five minutes ago I wanted dessert? You know what? Just bring a fruit tray, too. Go. Go on. You're not moving? In that case, may I suggest that we adjourn to the study for coffee and bread? Are you kidding me? At this point, I believe that our unknown house will reveal his intention. Am I even here? Are you even listening to me? You know what, fine, let's just go. Day 25, interior ground floor of the study. The study is by far the most comfortable room we've seen so far. It is decorated in subdued tan colors. There are several couches, a bookshelf, a table with drinks, and a desk. The guests enter and look around for their host. Okay, I'm Mr. Green now. Well, there's no one here. Okay, everybody, please help yourself to Brandy and be I safe. love that song. Brandy, you're a fine girl. But, you know, look at Glass. 
such a good band. You know what? Most of these players are not bad. They might be bad. We're gonna be Okay, let's do this for real. Wadsworth goes to the desk and takes a Manila envelope. That's like a uh, a dark yellow type envelope that you put documents in. Uh, for those of you that were like born after the year 2005. Anyway, it reads for Wadsworth. Open after dinner. Do you mind if I smoke? You will find that I miss Scarlet. I'm not only promiscuous and flirtatious, but I'm also a rebel, and I like to smoke. I don't smoke anything but my bubble pipe, but I do carry matches around, so here you are, madam. Thank you, everyone. Give me just a minute to where I can look through the envelope and peruse its contents and act like I can actually read them to you. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm instructed to tell you all what you all have in common with each other. Unless you would care to do the honors, Mr. Body. Why me? Do they know who I am? I don't think so. You've never identified yourself to them, I believe. Mr. Body stands suddenly. It's a hoax. I suggest we all leave. He takes off out the study door. I'm sorry, sir, you cannot leave this house. No? Who's gonna stop me? There is no way out. All the windows have bars and all the doors are locked. This is an outrage. You can't hold us prisoner. What? No, I don't want to be held a prisoner. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please. Please return to the stable. Every time I'll be explained. Narrator here again. The guests file unhappily back into the study. Mr. Body walks past Wadsworth. You too, Mr. Body. Mr. Body starts running again. Sayonara, sucker! No, 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 don't roll. Don't roll. Wadsworth rolls toward... Wadsworth pursues Mr. Body. 27, interior, ground floor conservatory. The conservatory is humid with plants all around. Three of the walls are brick and the fourth is glass, leading to the outside. The rain can be heard and seen against the glass. Mr. Body runs in, picks up a brick, and prepares to throw it through the glass. Wadsworth enters. You can't get out that way. Why not? It's only glass. Suddenly, a vicious Doberman jumps at the glass, barking and snarling. Where's the real dogs at to disrupt the production when you need them? Uh, roof, roof. Thanks. Body drops the brick. Scene 28, interior ground floor of the study. Guests are already present. Wadsworth and Mr. Body enter. Wadsworth takes up his envelope again. Ladies and gentlemen, you all have one thing in common. Yeah, we're all waiting for dessert. No. You are all being blackmailed. For some considerable time, all of you have been paying what you can't afford, and in some cases, more than you can afford. For someone who tries to expose you. And none of you know who's blackmailing you, do you? Oh, please. I've never heard anything so ridiculous. I mean... Nobody could blackmail me. My life's an open book. I've never done anything wrong. Anybody else wish to deny Very well. As everyone here is in the same boat, there's no harm in my revealing some details. And my instructions are to do so. Thank you, Yvette. Oh, no, 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 Mrs. Black right here. Don't you think you might just spare us the humiliation more? I am sorry, but I was worth must carry out my job. Professor Plum, 
You were once a professor of psychiatry, specializing in helping paranoid and homicidal lunatics suffering from delusions of grandeur. I'll be honest, I don't even know what that means. It's okay, Puff. Just go along with it. Oh, yes, but now I work for the United Nations. Well, your work has not changed. But you don't practice medicine at the UN. His license to practice has been lifted, correct? Wow, what did he do? You know what doctors aren't allowed to do with their lady patients? Yeah. Well, he did. Oh, someone tell me, what did they do with the lady patients? You don't want to know. It's disgusting, Pops. Are you making my own judgments, Mrs. Peacock? How then do you justify taking bribes in return for delivering your husband, Senator Peacock's vote to certain lobbyists? My husband is a paid consultant. There is nothing wrong with that. Not at this publicly declared. Perhaps. But if the paper is delivered by slipping used green box and plain envelopes under the door of the men's room, how would you describe that transaction? Ah, Miss Scarlet would say it stinks. Well, shut up, Miss Scarlet. How would you even know when were you in that man's room? So it's true. No, it's a vicious lie. I'm sure we're all glad to hear that. But you've been paying right now for over a year now to keep that story out of the papers. Oh, I, I miss Miss White. I'm willing to believe you. I've well, been writing up for something I, I didn't do, too. Me too. Not me. You mean you're not being blackmailed? Oh, I'm being blackmailed, all right. But I did what I'm being blackmailed for. Oh, I love this game. What did you do? Hang on, wait. Did the thing that you do involve a bank? Pops, this isn't 21 questions. Well, to be perfectly frank, I run a specialized hotel and a telephone service which provide gentlemen with the company of a young lady for a short while. Okay. What is the number to this place? No, no, Pops, you're not getting it. I'm, we're not playing 21 questions. So how did you know Colonel Mustard works in Washington? Is he one of your clients? I say no, but can I get a refund? I was asking Miss Scarlet. Why didn't you tell him it's not true? It's not true. Okay, okay, next question. Is that true? Pops, we are not playing 21 questions. No, it's not true. Aha! So it is true. A double negative. What? That double negative? You, you mean you got photographs? That sounds like a confession to me. In fact, the double negative has led to proof positive. I'm afraid you gave yourself away. Why, Worth, are you trying to make me look stupid in front of the other guests or something? You don't need any help from me, sir. You can do that on your own. That's right. I can. And I will. But seriously, I don't see what's so terrible about Colonel Mustard visiting one of these houses. Well, what do they do at these houses anyway? Someone tell me. Wait, let me ask a question. Does this house involve anything with money? Yes, it does. And you know what? I didn't even go. And, I, and, I, and for the record, I want a refund because it wasn't that good of a time anyway. And you know what else? It's, I don't even think it's a crime. I mean, I'm sorry. I thought this was 1950s America. I thought I could go to a house to build repute with a sock full of nickels and pay a lady to play patty cake with me. I mean, they did it on Roger Rabbit and nobody got in trouble there. You know what the real crime is? There is no dessert in front of my face right now. Wadsworth, get your act together, man. Don't get me my dessert. Okay, so you probably didn't go to this place, but you hold a sensitive security post in the Pentagon. 
Oh, Colonel, you'll drive a very expensive car for someone who lives on a Colonel's pay. No, contraire. No, 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 no. I, uh, I don't. I, I came into money during the war when I lost my mommy and my daddy. Yeah. Okay, well, Mrs. Rock, you've been paying our friend the blackmailer ever since your husband died under, shall we say, mysterious circumstances. Oh, my. Oh, that's so clever. Why is my husband's death so funny to you? Well, I'm Mrs. Wild again. I see. That's why he was lying on his back all day in a coffin. I didn't kill him. Oh, yeah, you big hussy. Then why are you paying the blackmail for? I don't want a scandal, do I? I mean, we had a humiliating public confrontation. He was deranged. A lunatic. He didn't actually seem to like me very much. He had threatened to kill me in public. Why would he want to kill you in public? No, 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 boy. This is wise word. I think she meant he threatened in public to kill her. From henceforth, let's watch our prepositional phrase placement. And also, for the record, for, for future reference, Miss White, watch your pronouns, too. Oh, and that was his final word on the matter? Being killed was pretty final, wouldn't you say? Uh, th this is why it's worth it then. And yet, he was the one who died, not you, Mrs. White, not you. What did he do for a living? He was a scientist, nuclear physics. Oh, yeah? What was he like? I'm afraid he was always a rather stupid, optimistic man. I mean, I'm afraid it came as a great shock to him when he died. But he was found dead at home. His head had been cut off, and so had his, you know. Why are all you guys crossing your legs? Never mind, Pops. You should just do it, though. I had been out all the at the movies. Do you miss him? Why does a matter of life after death? Now that he's dead? I have a life. But, Mrs. White, he was your second husband. Your first husband also disappeared. But, but that, that, that was his job. He was a bankrupt, an illusionist. The problem, Mrs. White, is that he never reappeared. Well, what's well, time? I'm afraid he wasn't a very good illusionist. Um, okay, uh, I have something I'd like to say. Sit down, shorty! I'm not gonna wait for Wadsworth here to unmask me. Oh, I... I work for the State Department. I am a homosexual. Oh, gee, it must be obvious that you came no stupid. Nobody cares. This, but I must keep it a secret. I will lose my job secret? on security grounds. Are you kidding me? Secret? Thank you. You, you ain't fooling anybody. That robot wife of yours is just a cover-up. And why would you lose your freaking job over that? I thought this was 1950s America. What is going on here? That just leaves Mr. Body. What's your little secret, Mr. Body? That's secret. Oh, hadn't you dust? Who's the one who's blackmailing you all? Lightning crashes! Boom! You crap bag. You're the reason I can't get a refund. Prepare to feel my vengeance. Colonel Mustard challenges Mr. Body to a boxing-style fight. And apparently this drives the dogs mad because they won't shut up Put downstairs! Up. No one calls me Mr. A Body steps bag. on the Colonel's toes and pokes him in the eye. Yeah. Prepare to feel the wrath of my body slam. Mrs. White decides <laughs> to take matters into her own hands and knees Mr. Body in the crotch. Oh, my jimmies. Was that really necessary, Mrs. White? I mean, how do you even do that? You're just a meatball. Well, well, this is wise words. The police are coming. Are you serious? Oh, I don't think we need to get the police involved. Blackmail depends on secrecy. We've all admitted to how he's been able to blackmail you all. All you have to do is tell the police and he'll be convicted and your troubles will be over. 
No way, losers. It's not that easy. You'll never tell the police. Then I show. I have evidence in my possession, and this conversation has been tape recorded. This is the part of the movie where we go to the interior ground floor billiard room and we see a vet on the billiard room drinking cognac and listening to a tape recorder that's recording. This is Mr. Green. A point of order. Tape recordings are not admissible evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, the police will be hearing about... I'll check the watch. I can only count to seven, and I'm not very good with time, but... 45 minutes, seven video? Good. Tell them the truth, and Mr. Body will be behind bars. Mr. Body goes for the hall. Wadsworth stops him. Where are you going this time, boy? I think I can help them make up their minds. Can I just get my little bag from the hall? Is it a body bag? Waka waka! <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Body opens his luggage after bringing it in from the hallway. Who can guess what's in my bag, baby? Save a no doubt. 